Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So today I'm going to touch on where to start with your nutrition uh, with being something I think a lot of people struggle with in terms of knowing what steps to take if, let's say, they're just they're just starting to pay attention to what they're eating and making changes for the better. Uh, in terms of a quick update from myself, again, not actually really changed. I've got a holiday in five days though, so I'm really excited for that. And uh, that will be good to get some time away and definitely a bit warmer, whatever. Uh, so yeah, plan it, plan of attack for the rest of this week is just to get all the work I need done and try and prepare content for the week after for when I'm on holiday, uh, which will be a struggle to squeeze in because I'm super busy than now, but uh, I'm sure I'll manage. Uh, and hopefully I'll have a podcast up for next week as well. It's just a case of getting it recorded, but obviously I won't be doing it while I'm on holiday. I'll be doing it beforehand. So jumping into the episode on where to start with your nutrition, my biggest tip is starting small. So massive changes usually lead to failing and the reason being is massive changes are harder to stick to than making wee small changes and as a result you might not think it's a big deal like failing but it does decrease your motivation and your confidence in hitting your goals and your future goals. So if you get like a a goal set and you like just totally fail at it, it's not going to reinforce anything positive, is it? Which is the problem with setting those big goals. And then if you've not got that confidence in yourself, you don't believe you can, you're much less likely to hit your goals in the future. And uh, it's obviously just not a great trait to have, so we should just try and uh, be mindful of that. And we also know progress comes long term, so when it comes to goal setting, it doesn't make sense to set hard goals that we can't stick to if progress comes from being consistent a long period of time. I also or we also know that you don't need to see massive you don't need to make massive changes to see progress. For example if you go from not caring about your nutrition at all to training and also let's say making a few small improvements regardless if like you're tracking your calories to the T or doing a dieting phase or doing anything really drastic, you will see change in my opinion. And the reason being is because it's already much more than not training at all, not worrying at all about your nutrition, even if it's just three small changes. And some people can look at it as it's very hard to stay consistent when, or sorry, it's, it's very hard to make small changes because you don't get anything from them and people want, that short-term gratification they want to make progress short-term they want what people achieve in a year or two and a month or two which is obvious it's not realistic and if you are going to do it it requires extreme consistency which most people struggle with if you're just getting into things so the reason why you should just start small is let's take fat loss for example you get a lot of people that will try and lose body fat and then they'll fail, they'll try again, they'll fail and then they'll just be in that repetitive cycle because most of the time I think not that it, not that it causes them to let's say f- fail every time but or uh, not that it causes everyone to fail sorry but I think something that causes a lot of people to fail is just being too extreme when they're setting goals and setting something they can't stick to. It's like we've all I think we've all known someone or been that person who tries to lose fat and then they go from eating, let's say on their break, they'll go grab a McDonald's and then the day after they're preparing salads and having chicken salads for 
lunches. Like, it, it's such a drastic change which isn't necessary. And the reason why we only need a small change is let's say we lose a pound a week. You might think, right, if you are a, if someone's a decent bit overweight, I'm gonna take ages to lose that fat. But a pound a week is fifty two pounds in a year, which is massive changes and that's going to be much better than trying to lose, let's say, losing three pounds in a week, then falling off track, eh, because you'll just go back to square one. It's all about making those habits you can remain consistent to long term. So the first thing I think you should be conscious of if you're trying to improve your nutrition, the first place to start is just being mindful about getting more protein in. So you don't have to overcomplicate this. Eh, it's just a case of Protein is needed to grow muscle and recover. It also impacts our hunger. It decreases our hunger if you are looking to lose body fat. And if you are looking to build muscle, like I said, it grows and repairs our muscle. So it's, it's important either way. And if you are wanting to diet, you actually burn more calories digesting protein. So let's say you ate the same amount of calories, but you got the calories from a chicken breast. Or on the other hand, you got the calories from chocolate. That chicken breast, if you eat that, you will digest more. Ca- sorry, you will burn more calories digesting it, which means you'll basically increase your calorie intake that day from having more protein, which is great because it's gonna help us diet more efficiently and easier if we're on higher calories, which is something that I think we all want. Nobody wants to be on really low calories if they're dieting and be hungry all the time. And then if you're not un- hungry, you're not eating barely any food then it'll be much easier to stick to and I think protein not that one's more important over the other and I'm not talking about it in a if I had to only consume one it would be protein but I think it's the most important micronutrient to focus on sorry not micro macronutrient and the two others as well as protein are fat and carbohydrates and the reason I'm saying this is there's usually not not a lot of people have too little carbohydrates or too little fat unless they're focusing on avoiding them. Usually if someone just hits their protein goal and looking at their fats and carbs they're usually in a good spot. You usually don't need a goal for them and there's no need to have one because it's just overly restricting and not really got much benefit to it. But protein on the other hand, most folk under eat protein uh, when I get clients, let's say I start with them and I just tell them to eat how they usually would and log it, they're always under eating protein. Uh, and probably just because it is very easy to like get a lot of calories from carbohydrates and fats and like there's a lot of calorie-dense foods from them about and people's nutritional habits potentially could be better across the board, I think. And the reason why protein's most important to focus on is because of the value that I said it had in terms of muscle growth, your hunger, calories burnt, general health as well. It's not just those three things that it ends up. And as well as that, the timing matters. So we should try and ideally just have more protein and or try and get a source of protein in every meal. And that's why like I'm saying have a protein goal and not have a carbs and fat goal because Usually they're not crazy important and they just fall somewhere that's appropriate. So having that protein goal, if it's 
Oh, it depends where you're currently at. Let's say you have no focus at all on having protein. You know you barely have any. Then you could just look to add in one other source of protein at some point throughout your day. Let's say you get that goal ticked off. Then you could maybe move to, right, I'm going to try and be consistent with having protein two meals out of the day. Let's say you get that nailed. You could maybe look and see, right, I'm going to try and have a protein source every meal. So then breakfast, lunch and dinner, you have a good source of protein. You have plenty there. And then... You also have a snack, maybe two, that have protein in it. And now you're nailing your protein goal consistently, which will mount up day in, day out, and grant you progress as a result of it. And get more out of the training you're doing in the gym. And, yeah, so that's why I always recommend you're trying to have a, a conscious effort of increasing your protein because it'll, it'll work wonders. It'll do so good for you. And there's easy ways to increase your protein it's just basically focusing on incorporating foods you enjoy that are high in protein getting snacks that could fill you up that are high in protein if you're dying so things like protein yogurts uh, you can get them pretty much everywhere now which is great you could have a protein bar you could have a protein shake you could have uh, some chicken if you're having like obviously other things with it i don't expect you to just whap out a chicken breast for a snack but I think you get what I mean. Just having some sort of protein goal would be uh, great. And again, just do something. Think of the smallest step you can take that will move you towards your goal. And when it comes to your protein meaning, don't just jump to, right, I'll have 250 grams a day at 9, 11, then like 2 o'clock, then 5 o'clock, then 7 o'clock. Just literally go from, right, I'm eating protein once a day to twice. Just something as simple as that. And then once you can do that consistently and it's second nature, then add another goal. Next up, fruit and veg. So fruit and vegetables have a lot of micronutrients in them, which are basically vitamins and minerals. And if we have a lot of micronutrients in our diet, we'll have no deficiencies. And that will basically mean we'll be in a better place to build muscle and lose body fat because... When you are having your fruit and veg, they're usually, or some of them are low in calories, depending on what ones you aim for. And generally, it's a better option than having fast food or uh, food that isn't necessarily great for you. And it will also mean you'll get ill less often if you've got more micronutrients in your diet, which is great because if we're ill less often, we're going to be able to basically be in the gym and not have to miss sessions, not fall off track from being ill, we'll probably have better performance due to more energy as well. So it's going to benefit you across the board in that aspect. And it'll help fat loss just because, like I said, when we generally try and eat foods that are healthier, they will be pretty low in calories in comparison to like something else. So let's take like a, a McDonald's, for example, or a plate of fruit the plate of fruit will probably fill you up and also be better for you. It's, it's, not, it's not rocket science in that aspect. And again, the same applies here. So aim to improve upon where you're currently at. What's the smallest, go what's the smallest t step you should take that will move you towards your goal? So if you're eating one fruit or one vegetable a day, or let's say zero, just add in one consistently for a week. Boom, you can do that. Now add in two and then just repeat that process. And... When you are setting goals, this this doesn't go for just fruit and veg, but across the board, something I read was you should, whenever you're setting a goal, you should 
measure how confident you are of hitting that. So if it's like a 9 out of 10 or 10 out of 10, meaning you're really, really confident you should hit that, that's no problem at all, then add that goal in. Whereas if it's, let's say, 3 out of 10, or I'm not sure that seems quite hard, then find a smaller step you can take that will get you towards that goal. Like I said, it doesn't have to be eating your 5 a day the day after eating no vegetables. It's just a small change you can implement that will move you to a better spot. So in terms of wanting fruit vegetables to eat, just any that you enjoy because you can, if you enjoy it, you will be more likely to stick to it. Same as what I was saying regarding the protein and just ones that sit well with you. So if you eat something and it just really, really doesn't sit well, let's say you eat spinach and it goes right through you or any just any other fruit and veg, then that might not be a good one to have consistently because it's probably not digesting well, which means we won't absorb the nutrients as well. We will have poor energy as a result of it. It can cause, uh, so yeah, just make sure whatever you're eating, you can digest well. The next thing I'd ensure you do is look at your hydration. So your hydration being how much water you're drinking for the most part. And the reason being is it will have a massive effect on your general health and performance. And a hydrated body is a well-functioning body, so you'll do better in the gym. It's shown that just being slightly dehydrated can have quite significant effects on your performance if you are concerned about building muscle. So, as well as that, it's got yeah benefits on your energy levels, how well you digest your food, your mental function uh, across the board is going to benefit you. Uh, quick, because a lot of your body's weighed up of water, so it makes sense to not be dehydrated. <laughs> it's just simple if that makes sense. And in terms of how to ensure you're dehydrated, or not dehydrated, we do not want that. How to ensure we're hydrated. A few steps you can take is, one, just looking at what colour your pee is, and making sure it's relatively clear. So if it looks like the colour of Coke, then it's you're probably not drinking enough water. We ideally want it relatively clear, so it doesn't have to look like literal water, but as long as it's not super dark, then you're probably in a good spot. But you can search up like hydration chart and see what colour it should be if you're unsure. But yeah, just light, uh, light tint of yellow is what we should aim for. And the problem with just making sure you're... Uh, if, like I say, make sure your urine's clear, it's hard to actually set a goal that will help that take place, if that makes sense. So, uh, one way you can ensure you're hydrated, this can work for some people but not for others, is just simply making sure that you drink to first, meaning you drink enough so that you're not thirsty throughout the day. And this can work well, but sometimes it's really easy to mistake being uh, thirsty for hungry and just eating instead. And it can also just not be on the top of your mind you can just forget and not be conscious that you might need to, to like drink water you might be thirsty then if you're really busy throughout your days and before you know it you can go quite a lot of time without drinking any water i know if i don't like have water on me by hand uh, and i don't think about it then i can do the same so what i like to say is try and like have some sort of routine to get that water in. Uh, just like I, I was saying with your fruit and veg or protein, have some structure, have some routine, have some measurable goal that you can have. So 
for myself, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see I've got a big two and a half litre bottle and I'll basically, there's wee measurement marks, so I'll basically fill it up for a litre in the morning, I'll drink that first thing and then in between my meals I'll drink another litre and I'll basically do that up until um done training and then I'll just sip on it because I've had a ton during my session and then from there I'll just drink to first and then cut water out before bed so I don't wake up for the bathroom. So yeah, a good minimum to have I think is three litres so just getting a, like a, a litre bottle and just thinking right my goal is to drink three of them a day, finish your first one by a certain time finish the second one by this time and then because you have that goal, you, because you have that measurable goal in place, it will be much easier to track your progress, track if you're actually hitting it instead of just winging it and not being sure you're dehydrated or not. So in terms of how to be consistent with these goals, so like I said, have a plan in place. So if it means with your weekly shop, if let's say you're trying to hit your protein and get more fruit and vegetables in, Simply have have them there because if you don't, if you fail to prepare, it's preparing to fail. That holds a lot of truth. So I have a weekly shop myself and I buy all the food I need for the week. And then there's not going to be an option of you going to eat a bit of fruit or vegetable and forgetting because there's none in the house. There won't be a case of you trying to get your protein servings in and there's no protein because you will have had went that shop because it's part of your routine which will just make you much less likely to fail if you have that in place and like I said be routined with it so this applies with water intake hitting your protein hitting your fruit and veg don't just wing it daily it's gonna be much harder to do so and you'll have to consciously think right when will I do this when will I do that and you'll forget when you're busy probably so in terms of being routine just simply have like a routine with your water intake like I said I drink a water a litre when I get up and then in between meals I'll drink a litre so you could do the same but 500ml eh, and then see how you get on and just carry a bottle on you so just having a water bottle it sounds simple but having a reusable one you can use and just keeping that on you makes you so much more likely to drink water than just not having one at all bring it to work bring it with you and carry it about it's not that inconvenient and then it will just make it much easier to remember to drink it. And same with like what you eat and when. For example, as I said, just choose like the smallest step you can take to move towards your goal. So in terms of fruit and vegetables, what you could do in the morning is like, let's say you have no fruit and veg, then add a banana to your breakfast. And most people find it a bit easier to be routined in the morning and they've got a bit more of a routine. So in this sense, Add in a banana and have that first thing in the morning when you'll remember. And then that's you already ticked off having one of your five a day that day. And you've had a healthier breakfast than you potentially could have. Doesn't mean you just have to have a banana. You can have other things with it. But I think you get the drift. Just having that, having the step in place to make sure you're hitting that goal uh, will help a lot. And again, this can apply for protein as well. Like, let's say an, a really easy way to get protein is just having whey a bag of whey protein and having a scoop before the gym and after the gym. So that's you got a good, let's say, 50 grams of protein in at least and had it before the gym and after, which are arguably the most important times to eat that protein because you've just trained, it will help you recover, it will help you perform well. 
So it's just about creating these habits you can stick to. And as I said, if you think of some like some some new goal to implement, make sure it's something you know you can stick to and you're going to be able to do day in, day out. And if not, think of a smaller one and then work towards that bigger one over time. So yeah, there are the three basics I'd recommend focusing on when it comes to your nutrition. And once you've nailed these three, regardless if you're tracking your calories, you'll be in a better spot health-wise. You'll probably be able to improve your body composition if you're training in the gym. And then when you do go to track, it will make it much easier to have a have a effective diet because it's not going to be as big a jump from not doing anything to improve your nutrition to tracking your whole diet and just winging getting your protein in because you've got no routine or practice in place. So yeah, that's what I recommend. If anyone's got any more questions regarding nutrition, training, anything else, please feel free to DM me on Instagram or whatever, whatever other platform you have me on, sorry. And if you did enjoy the episode, I'd really appreciate if you subscribe to the podcast, you give it a like and uh, share it on your story if you can and uh, help spread the word. So yeah, I appreciate everyone listening as always and hope everyone has a great weekend.